Hello and welcome back to the Rope Access and Climbing Podcast, YouTube edition. I'm your host, Mikey Stevenson, and today we are talking about respecting our manufacturers. If this is your first time here, please make sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So stay tuned. Step into your harness and get ready for a podcast about the vertical world. Hello and welcome back. Thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode. This is going to be a short and sweet one and also it's going to be a little bit more podcasty than tech talky. But let's dive in. So today we are talking about respecting our manufacturers. Um, this uh, conversation comes about from a recent social media encounter, um, but also at the same time, this is not new. This is something that has happened time and time and time again. And well, here I am to talk about it and kind of shine my light on the conversation. So anyways, let's dive in. So you know, at the end of the day, we need to respect our manufacturers. Without our manufacturers to develop equipment, to manufacture equipment, to test our equipment, we have nothing to work with. Therefore, you don't have a job. Now, at the end of the day, you know, these manufacturers, many of them have been in the industry for a very long time. Uh, some industries, um, new manufacturers are popping up kind of here, there and everywhere. Um, so it kind of depends, you know, in the last, you know, two years, there's been a lot of new manufacturers coming down the street and people are kind of trying them out. You know, it's definitely not a bad thing to, you know, test out equipment from different manufacturers, no matter, you know, if they're old, if they're new, whatever. Now, the difference between all this is the fact that, you know, no one item of equipment is going to be perfect. Um, no one item of equipment is going to work for every single industry. When they go into development and the planning process is they're like, okay, we have a problem. Let's try to fix this. So they get there with the planners, the engineers, and they start trying to develop stuff. Once it gets to a point where they do some prototypes, they send it out to you know trusted consumers that they've worked with for years, and then they test it. And then they get feedback, go back to the drawing table, and and they keep doing that back and forth, back and forth. And you know, for companies like you know, DMM and, you know, Petzl and Camp, these companies could take upwards of two years for, from the initial point of, you know, concept to the point that it touches the shelves. Two years is a long time and a lot of money invested in trying to develop something for you to use on your day-to-day -day, day -day to make your life easier, safer, better, faster, more efficient. So they spend a lot of time on you and yet they don't ask for anything back from you except for you purchasing their, their products, you having trust in their products. That's all they ask of you. But when someone out there decides that, you know, 
it doesn't meet their criteria or it wears out a little faster. Um, and then they decide to be a keyboard superhero, take a photo of it, slap it up on social media, trying to be all macho. That's where you've lost respect from your peers, from the manufacturer and everything alike. At the end of the day, you should show respect to the manufacturer by being like, Hey, this is what happened. This item of equipment, this is how it was used. And I was wondering if this is normal. Have you experienced this before? X, Y, Z. Before you go to social media and try to be a superhero, maybe you should respect the manufacturer that's put in all this time and energy and money in trying to make your job safer and better and contact them and let them have the ability to come back with a response. But being broadsided, um, you know, with social media is just not fair. It's not professional. At the end of the day, we need to respect them. We need to respect each other. Now, you know, yeah, there are a lot of people out there doing backyard testing. Um, Ryan Jenkins with How Not to Highline with the Slack Snap Machine is doing a phenomenal job out there right now doing backyard testing. And currently right now, he's trying to build a drop test tower so he can do more with that backyard testing. Um, but that's not the end all be all. We still need to go to the manufacturers and the manufacturers still need to know what's going on with their equipment. How is it being used? I know prime example is a Petzl ID. Its primary function is to descend. It's a controlled descent device. Um, it can be used in rescues or it cannot be. It can be used in window washing, geo work, wind turbine work, you name it, it can do it. However, that device, just because it's made for rope access, has been adopted into several different industries. It has a different wear pattern based on the industry that you work in. Sometimes they last really, really long. Other times, I know a job that it only lasted one descent. And that is strictly because of the work that they were doing. So before you start bashing people and before you start bashing manufacturers, may have to look in the mirror and think of what you're doing. All equipment has its limitations. All equipment has its manufacturer's recommendations. So yeah, step back, send the message to the manufacturer before you go all macho. All right, so that's all I have for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you liked it, make sure to hit the like button, comment down below, let me know if I'm out to lunch. And if I am, well, I guess we'll see. And if you haven't already, if you're new here, there's going to be a lot more content like this in the future. So make sure to subscribe down here in your right hand corner, hit the bell for notifications as I put out new content every Sunday, just like this one. Also, if you haven't already, make sure to check out the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. And until next time.